What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Casual Big Ten Podcast. Today is Friday, October 20th, 2023. My name is Kent Peterson. I'm the host of this show. And on today's show, I'm joined by Bet Big Brad and B1G Wilson. We're going to discuss the week eight lines for college football in the Big Ten Conference. Brad, how do you feel about that? Are you excited about doing that for the eighth time in a row? I seem to be pretty good at it. So, yeah, I'm pretty excited to keep this going. I had no idea that I was going to be so good at this. You are you are absolutely killing. We're going to get to those standings in just a moment. But uh, first, I'd like to check in with uh, B1G Wilson. How you doing, buddy? Doing all right. I'm excited for this week. Got some good lines. Got a real good uh, marquee matchup. That could decide a lot in this conference, so looking forward to it. Oh, yeah, it's going to be exciting. Uh, before we get into these lines, though, I do have to remind everybody, um, this is just an entertainment podcast. We're not professional gamblers, nor are we giving financial advice. I also wanted to put a little precursor on today's episode because we are recording on Tuesday. So there's a high chance that some of these lines or maybe even the over-unders could change by Saturday. Had to record a little bit early this week. Um, I'm heading up to Michigan. I, I wanted to let there. I wasn't going to spoil everything, and I'm not going to put all my business out. But I am going to be with my mom. She's having surgery on Friday, and I was going to have her listen to this episode right before her surgery. So Wilson, you've never met my mom. Do you have any kind words for her right before she heads into the hospital? No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you do that to somebody? <laughs> Nothing. Not a kind word at all. Brad threw me off, man. You know, I'm, I'll be thinking about her, you know. Thoughts and prayers go out to you and your mom. I appreciate that. Brad, you have met my mother before. Um, based on text messages that you've sent me throughout the years, you've become very close with her. Um, do you have any kind words for her going into Friday? Oh, my goodness. You're such a special person, man. Such a special person. Uh, Is yeah, that for man, me or sending, my mom? Sending all my positive vibes your mother's way as uh, as she heads into the uh, the surgery this weekend, for sure. Will you be dedicating your picks to hers today? <laughs> <laughs> no, because what if I do really bad? That's horrible. Yeah, that's true. And that's possible, too, because you've been on a hot streak lately. Um, yeah, speaking of that hot streak, though, let's talk about these standings real quick. Last week, Brad, you went eight and four, which brings your mm. total for the year up to 67 and 53, 14 games over 500. Brad, you could go 0 for this week and still be over 500 for the year. How does that make you feel? It's got to feel good, right? It kind of does, yeah. I mean, I lose, yeah, I'm getting something out of this, right? Yeah. A lot of time and effort put into this show. Yeah. From me, especially, not as much from you. Uh, Wilson, not the best week from you, but it wasn't a total miss. Uh, five and seven. Your uh, overall record is 60 and 60 on the year. I wanted to add to that um, I did include the Northwestern and the Rutgers win totals uh, over unders for our overall record 
into this week's standings. Um, and you were 0 for 2 on those. So uh, how does that make you feel? Well, not happy about those being counted in the overall. But, you know, if I finish the season at 500, I'll be happy. Yeah. Time out, though. He's the one that said that he wanted it, right? Yeah, he, he is on record as saying that he wanted me to do that mm-hmm. weekly. So uh, I don't I didn't, know why. I, I meant like you update like who was right and who was wrong. I didn't mean like add it to our overall record of picks and bets. My bad. I feel like I was pretty clear about that last week. Should we should we insert the tape here and just like see if he was right or wrong about this? If, if you want to do that, that's fine. Yeah, it'd be pretty funny. All right, we'll drop that in right here. All right, we're back, everybody. Uh, so obviously I was right about that. Clearly. Um, let's see if these people are right this week, though. We go to Twitter at this time every Friday just to see what the people are thinking about the lines. I post the big board on at casual big 10. That's on twitter.com or x.com. If you're using X now, uh, Brad, our first comment is from JP lions. He says Penn state, Ohio state game will be low scoring. Is this true? I went back and forth on this. I think it might be true. I think it's going to have some some Notre Dame, Ohio State vibes to it. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I I am going to give my pick away right now, and I'm, I'm 100% agreeing with uh, J.P. Lyons. Defenses are so good in this game. I predict a low-scoring game. Uh, Wilson, we'll go to you. Brad will be upset about this. It's Jackson, train emoji, American flag emoji, crocodile emoji. It's usually his guy. But... Those are my comments, bro. <laughs> Open says... the phone lines. <laughs> give me yeah. <laughs> Jackson says the Ohio State Penn State game will be good. I think one possession, OSU by three. Everyone else sounds accurate. Now, what what I think he meant by that is like the rest of the board looks like good, so it's hard to pick it. Yeah, that was the overall consensus I had looking at the board. But uh, he was down bad in your comments earlier this week, and I almost hopped on there and kind of poked fun at him, but I decided against it. So <laughs> you're welcome, trained alligator emoji guy. What it what happened in the comments? I forgot. He it just sounded real sad about Purdue. Oh. Because they were getting whooped on. I do remember he said, uh, because on Saturday night I posted that the Big Ten has revoked their invitation to USC and invited uh, I forgot who I said we invited, Notre but uh, but he asked if that was true. I think he was joking. I like to think he was jo- he was joking, right? I'd hope so, but yeah, that wasn't the comment. He said something about Purdue's program should be blown apart or something like that. Sheesh. And I was like, oh, buddy, what do you think about the basketball program never reaching a Final Four? But I didn't send that. So, Whoa, dude. Whoa, whoa. Person. I didn't say that to him. All right. Um, we love Jackson here on the show. Jackson, we appreciate the comment. Uh, appreciate the listen if you're listening. Um, Brad, back to you on this one. It's Team Carissi Racing. Uh, Rutgers is six and one against the spread and would be seven and oh, but missed the missed it by 0.5 points against MSU. Are you by a couple of touchdowns this weekend? And before you respond, um, cap, they are not six and one. They were, they pushed against Michigan. So they are, let me just double check the, uh, little chart here. Rutgers is five, one and one. Do you think they're going to win by a couple of touchdowns though this weekend, Brad? I forgot who they play. Okay. Uh, We'll go back to Wilson for this next one. Uh, Isaiah Walker is back. He's back. back, My guy. 
Uh, he's on Rutgers as well. He says Rutgers minus five and a half. Um, Iowa, Minnesota under duh laughing emoji. And then uh, he said, and low key like Penn State outright. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah, I, th- I think he's on the nose with a couple of those. Mm. Mm. Rhyme time. Rutgers is playing Indiana, by the way, Brad. Mm. Oh, yeah. A couple of touchdowns for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, uh, Brad, last one is for you. It's from Bree. She says, Minnesota, Moneyline, Michigan State, Moneyline, Illinois, Moneyline, Northwestern, plus 14, Indiana, Moneyline. You can't agree with that. And then Ohio, Moneyline. I think she means Ohio State, but yeah. What do you think about some of those? Course, I, never, I didn't read this comment before we started recording. That's interesting. Let me get all of those drugs that she's on. I want to feel that kind of high. Um, those are all wrong. <laughs> they really are, though. Hold on a second. Minnesota Moneyline. They're playing Iowa. That Michigan could happen, State. though. That could no. happen, yeah. that's That one's not, like, crazy. Michigan State Moneyline is wild. Yeah. Illinois Moneyline, it's only two and a half is a spread. Northwestern plus 14, which which on the board we have at plus 11 and a half, so I don't know where she got that number from. Um, Indiana money line, definitely not, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, Michigan State by double digits last week until they it did was it. Really, it was really just the Michigan State one that threw me off, I think. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then my brain was just like, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> All right. All this right. girl is crazy. <laughs> that was a wild comment. Let's get into the games this weekend, though. We're going to go in chronological order. Uh, first one up on the menu is Ohio State. They're favored by four and a half at home. It's on Fox on your television at noon. Don't miss this game. This is the game of the week, game of the season, possibly. Over under is at 46 and a half. I'm going to swing it over to Big Willie style for the first pick of the week. Wilson, what's going to happen in the horseshoe this weekend? You know, you guys almost had me uh, change my pick talking about all the good defense, but I just have this feeling where this is not going to be that close of a game one way. Um, I can see it being either team, you know, either team controlling the game for by 14 points the whole way type of thing. Um, but I'm going to go with Penn State to cover uh, just because they get the four and a half. I'm going to ride with them, but I'm going to go with the over 46 and a half. Just a feeling, not based off of logic. The the four and a half is just such a silly line because like a field goal win, like it, yeah. it stinks that way. But uh, Brad, how do you see this going, though? Yeah, I like the points as well. I think it is going to be a close game. I can see Ohio State either winning on the last drive. Uh, to go up by two or three or kicking a field goal at the end. Or Penn State could win outright. Um, But I do think it's going to go under. Like I said earlier, I see this being more of a a competitive football game on the defensive side of the ball. So I'm going under that big OU. Yeah, I'm going to take the under as well. Just so much defense in this game. Uh, We got the first and fourth ranked defenses facing off against each other. Um, that's of course in the big 10. Um, but the offenses are so good too. That's the problem. I do think that Ohio state is going to be able to shut down 
the running backs from Penn State. So there's going to be a lot asked of Drew Aller in this game if Penn State's going to win this. And I listen, I've been on him since the preseason. I've been on Penn State since the preseason. I think he can do it. But uh, what I've seen from Ohio State the last few weeks, I am uh, more on their side than I was at the beginning of the season. So I'm switching it up just a little bit from my preseason. Taking Ohio State, I think they cover. They're at home. Um, they get a lot of stops, and I like what Kyle McCord's been doing lately. The only thing that concerns me a little bit is the running back room is kind of in shambles. And like I said, recording on Tuesday night, I have no idea who's actually going to play for them So, um, as far as the running back position. But I do know that defense is going to be stout. Um, so I'm going to take the under, and I'm going to take uh, Ohio State to cover the four and a half. Is that crazy? It's not a crazy pick, is it, guys? I don't know. I don't think so. <clears throat> I actually had I had saved a tweet I forgot about about uh, some James Franklin stats. Oh, really? Let's hear this. If I may. Yeah, you may. Uh, two and eleven on the road versus top twenty-five teams, which that's, Ohio State is. That's not good. Uh, oh and nine on the road versus top ten teams, which Ohio State is. One and eight versus Ohio State, which Ohio State is. <laughs> And one eleven versus top five teams overall. Who is the so, one? I wonder. I don't. I can't remember. Because because the one that you kept saying had to have been the same team every time, right? Yeah. I wonder who it was. It was probably. Uh, it's probably Michigan. So he's uh, not got a great track record. I wouldn't call that great. No, is that that's, all that's in state? Great. Huh. That all at Penn State? I don't know about that either. It says James Franklin specifically. Man, I'm curious. If I assume it's at Vanderbilt. Maybe he's got to got to change it, right? It could happen this weekend. Yeah, I mean, if it's uh, this is the team he's got to change it with, whether it's this year or next year. I mean, he's got to start winning some of these big games. So uh, we'll see. We'll find out. That's why they play the game. I can't. I literally can't wait for this game. This is like probably the game I've been most excited about uh, all year. Um, one of the games I'm least excited about this weekend, though, is Indiana and Rutgers. Indiana at home. Rutgers, we just talked about, uh, favored by five and a half. The over-under is 40 and a half. Brad, coming right back to you, what's going to happen in this game? Um... I don't know. Both these teams are weird. I'm taking Rutgers, though, to cover. I think they've been more consistent throughout the whole year, even though they got absolutely gift-wrapped a game last weekend. Who they? <sighs> wait, who was that against? I forgot. I don't remember either. Oh, okay. Um, so I'm taking Rutgers by at least a touchdown, and then um, – with Indiana's defense, they've been holding better teams to some lower scoring, at least initially. Uh, so I'm going to go under. And I don't think Indiana scores that much. So I'm going under, even though 40 is pretty low. Yeah, that's a safe thing to say is that Indiana is not going to score very much. Wilson, do you think Indiana's going to score very much? I do not. I also took Rutgers in the under. Solid. No, that's that. That's, that's, yeah. Wait, is yeah. that it? Yeah. <laughs> he said, is that it? <laughs> he turned his computer on and everything just to say, Let's I also wrap took this up. <laughs> all right. Uh, I'll carry this uh, show, I guess, right now. It is my show after all. Um, I'm taking yeah. Rutgers 
And I'm taking the over in this game. I'm going to take some points. I think that uh, I have no reason to take this over, actually. I don't know what it's based on. Rutgers didn't score a ton against Wisconsin two weeks ago. They got 27 last week, but it was against, I don't know. They could probably score 27 again. I just need Indiana to score. I don't know. Is that even possible? I, I, I have no rhyme or reason why I did this. I guess I'm just hoping that there's some points in this game because... Otherwise, there's really, I mean, with this game being on at the same time as Ohio State and Penn State, it's going to be tough to keep my eyes anywhere near it because, you know, Ohio State, Penn State's on. So I, I, I need some scoring to draw my attention over to that TV uh, this weekend. So I'm just hoping for it, I guess. Those are the two noon games, though. Then we move to 3.30 Eastern Standard Time. Uh, this game will be on NBC. It's Iowa, the Hawkeyes, my favorite to win the West from the beginning of the year all the way up until now. Favored, I don't know if I said this already, by three and a half against the Golden Gophers of Minnesota. Over under is 32 and a half. And I was reading on Twitter that this is uh, a historic over under. I think it's either second or third lowest all time. Since they since the 1800s, there wasn't over unders as small as this. So um, I forgot whose turn it is. We'll go back to Wilson for this one. Wilson, what do you think uh, is going to happen in this game? It's got to go over, right? I am taking Iowa to win the game by more than three and a half. I'm also taking the over 32 and a half, just out of principle. Um, there's going to be something like you know Iowa's going to punt it 70 yards. The guy's going to muff it. And they'll scoop it up at the one yard line and then bust it in the goal line to hit the over or something stupid like that. But here's a question for you that I saw on Twitter. And it was a good question. If Iowa runs the table and is an 11 and 1 going into the Big Ten championship, are they a top 10 ranked team? Yeah, I mean, I think so, right? They got to be. How many teams are going to be, are going to have 11 wins at that point? So who do you, who is their best win? Do you do you think? Uh, so far it's been Wisconsin. Um, man, after that it's not. I mean that I guess that would be their best win. I guess they got to kind of hope for Wisconsin to keep doing good the rest of the year. I don't think that that matters though. Really though, like but they play three and three Minnesota, three and three Northwestern, five and two Rutgers. Three and four Illinois, and then three and three Northwestern the rest of the year. Yeah, but Northwestern's going to get eight wins though, so that's that's going to help them out a little bit. But also, I just don't I don't foresee them. And this is not a slight at Iowa. I think Iowa fans would even admit this, but I don't foresee them winning the Big Ten championship game. So it's not going to have playoff Im implications. And the rankings, as far as that goes, like if you're not in the playoffs, it really doesn't matter. Like it just will determine which bowl they go to. So I don't know if that really if anyone's even really going to care. And who wants Iowa to be in their bowl game? Like if you're if you're running that bowl game, are you excited to get on the phone call and is Iowa? Sorry Iowa fans. I'm sorry. I'm just I'm salty. <laughs> I think that I think Iowa tra I think Iowa would, would travel. They like they would go to a bowl and spend a like if they came to uh Nashville for like the Music City Bowl. Like, I think Nashville would be excited about that because I think a lot of Iowa fans would come to that. They wouldn't be excited about the game, like, per se, because, like, there might not be a lot of scoring in it. I'm sure that's what the people on the bowl committee, like, would like to see is a high-scoring game. But 
as far as like the fans that are going to travel, I think that they'd be excited about that. I don't know. It's an interesting question. I think that they should be because there's not going to be that many teams at 11 wins. But I, again, I just don't know if it really matters, though, like what they're ranked at that point in the year. That's just me. Brad, what do you think is going to happen in this game, though? Or did you make your pick yet, Wilson? Yeah, I took Iowa in the over. Okay. Brad, what do you got? Honestly, the hook is kind of scaring me because this could be a three to zero game. <laughs> it could be. Really I'm, I'm like really thinking about. It could be four zero, honestly. At a half point. I'm going to take Iowa. Uh, I said at the beginning they had the easiest schedule from the jump. And that's the only reason why they have as many wins as they do right now. Um, I'm is going it? under the the whatever it is, 32. And I'm going under. There's Who's no way. Who's conference games? Iowa State. Iowa State. Utah State. Knock out of. And some other team. I'm looking it up right now. This uh, could be like, uh, San Diego. as you're doing that, they're like 14 to 10, 17 to 10. That's as high as it's going to get. Something stupid is going to happen to get the over. Every time I go to uh, like the schedules, Google like pulls up like their last games, even if it's last year. So I get confused. All right, it was Utah State, Iowa State, and Western. That's right. They cover. They that's their best win. Western Michigan, forty-one points in that game. They were they were losing until that rain delay too. Yeah, that's 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 facts. Um, God, a fan. I'm taking the under just for fun. I'm actually thinking about putting a significant bet on the under just for that fun. And I think it's the right bet, honestly. Like all the, what was the score last week? Six to fifteen. Like it was at twenty-one. That would have been way under. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'll take the under in this game, but I do think Iowa's going to win. Uh, I haven't liked Minnesota all year, and I'm fine saying that at this point. I uh, got, like I said, got so much shit talked to me at the beginning of the year for me saying that they're going to hit their under, and they're almost there now. So I'm hoping that Iowa can help me get them there. Uh, so I'll take Iowa to win, and I'll take the under. Of course, you got to take the under in this game. Just like, uh, who was it? Just like Isaiah said, you got to take the under in this game. Gotcha. All right. All right, all right, all right. We got uh, Nebraska. We got the Wildcats. Um, Nebraska at home, they're favored by 11 and a half points. Um, combined with Northwestern, though, their over-under is 41 and a half. Uh, Brad, what's going to happen in this game? Um, I feel like we haven't picked a Northwestern game in like three weeks. I had like a bye and then a game that wasn't uh... – didn't have a line for it. That's true. The Wagner game, the Wagner game, and then they were, were they? They were on by last week. Yeah. So yeah, you're right. Man, I forgot welcome, they were. In welcome the- back, Cats fans. Welcome hey. back to the pod. The Wildcats. David Braun and the boys. Um, Pat's cats. I'm looking at what I got. Here we go. I got it. I got it. Uh, I'm taking. Nebraska. Nebraska. Bill Brask. Nebraska. Um, Just because. Just for fun. I'd like to see Nebraska have a good game. And I'd like to see some points. So I'm going over. And I have no no real reason on either of those things. But it feels right, you know? And I've been doing this so well for so long now that I'm going with it. 
That's exactly what I was going to say. You're 67 and 53, dude. You don't have to have a reason to do anything at this point. Um, I do want to point out, though, that Nebraska had a pretty good game their last game against Illinois. That was a pretty solid appearance. But, uh, Wilson, what do you think is going to happen? I really wanted to take Northwestern. I really did. Mm -hmm. But that Illinois game shook me a little bit. Yeah. So I'm going with Nebraska, and I'm going with the under, though. I think 41 and a half is just a little bit too much for this game. It'll yeah, be like forty and a half. Yeah, I totally agree with you, dude. I, I was, I wanted to, I so badly wanted to pick the cats in this game, but just having flashbacks to that Illinois game and uh, stat I pointed out on Wednesday was that Nebraska has the second best run defense in the conference, and Northwestern has the last place rushing offense. So you're asking Ben Bryant. To literally score any points, Ben Bryant's going to have to do it. Like, he's going to have to throw the ball, and they have A.J. Henning, and name me a second Northwestern wide receiver for five bucks. Anybody? Okay, so they don't have many weapons on the outside, and they're not going to be able to run the ball. That is a recipe for a very low-scoring game for the Wildcats. Um, Nebraska's defense is just so damn good, so i got to take Nebraska right here. Um, And I think that they can score about uh, 21 maybe. And even if Northwestern uh, does sneak in a touchdown, that that still covers me for the 11 and a half. So uh, Nebraska under in this game. Uh, Second to last game here, we got Wisconsin and Illinois. Trying to get my notes pulled up now. I'm feeling like Brad. Uh, It's at Illinois. Wisconsin coming off the heartbreaker against Iowa last week at home. Illinois coming off the high at Maryland last week. Picking up the win. Nobody saw that coming, by the way. Uh, So we got two teams just on opposite ends of the football right now as far as their feelings coming into this game, I think. I mean, if I was an Illinois fan, I'd be happy right now going into this game. Um, Wilson, what do you think is going to happen in this game? Is the Are the fighting Illini going to ride this high and get another win this weekend at home? I do think they will. <clears throat> so I'm switching up my pick, actually. I have it on the... Our sheet here as Wisconsin and over. I'm actually mm-hmm. gonna go Illinois and the under. You switching uh, up both. <laughs> I'm switching up both. Okay. Uh, I think Wisconsin will just be feel defeated, kind of taking that hit against Iowa, losing that ugly ass game, and being at home at Illinois. I just think that gives Illinois, you know, a field goal advantage. Um, I'm also gonna take the under 42 and a half. I just don't think either of these teams' offenses are that great. So a little under. Yeah. I do want to point out too, Brad, before you make your pick, you might want to switch it as well. Tanner Mordecai out. He broke his hand last week. Uh, Braden Locke will be the quarterback for Wisconsin. I think this is only his second game in college football. I could be totally off on that, but it will be his first game starting for Wisconsin, and it's on the road. Ruckus, Illinois environment this weekend for Braden Locke to have his first start. Um, you sure just, just be sure you're thinking about that before you make your pick here. That's fine. I kind of like that name. Braden Locke. That sounds like a good quarterback. Uh, I'm going to stick to what I originally planned. How noble of you. Unlike some of us. Um, Neither of these teams can figure out who they want to be. It's really hard to 
to keep track of if these teams are going to be good or bad. Or So overall, I think Wisconsin has shown me more. I think Illinois comes back down to earth after somehow beating Maryland. I didn't see any of that game. I was uh, working on some projects. I thought that one was in the bag, though. That's crazy. Yeah, is it, I feel like there's at least one game every week that you talk about that you just seem like you are upset that you have to even think about the game. Is this the one this weekend? Yeah, it seems like it, doesn't it? <laughs> is that is, am I correct on that guess? Yeah, you are. That's right. That's exactly right. Oh, okay. All right. Um, I'm gonna go with. I am excited. I, didn't about say, I don't think I said what I was gonna do though. Oh, you didn't. <laughs> My bad. Go ahead. I don't know. Run it. It's fine. I got Wisconsin in the over. Is that what I, is that what I said? Idiot. 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 I'm sticking with it. I'm sticking with it. I got uh, Wisco in the over. Yeah. I forgot that everyone listening or watching the podcast doesn't have access to the sheet, so they don't know what you pick until you actually say it. So that's on me. That's my bad on that one. I knew I'd make at least one mistake tonight. All right, uh, I got Illinois in the under. I'm with Wilson on this. Uh, Riding that high after the Maryland win. Why not? Why not? I think that if Illinois wins this game, all you're going to see on Twitter is the chatter about like, oh my God, the fucking Big Ten West, dude. It's so crazy. Wisconsin, remember how good they were? And now Illinois, like everyone was off them and now they're back. That's all you're going to see on Twitter on Saturday. And I, you know what? I kind of want to see it. So I'm hoping that Illinois wins this game at this point. Um, all right. Last game of the weekend. It is the nightcap, 7.30 p.m. on NBC. The second-ranked Michigan Wolverines heading into the woodshed to take on the Michigan State Spartans. <laughs> Mich- Cut that shit out. Fix that. Fix that in editing, please. I don't to hear that shit. We're not y- y'all don't call it that no more. I never called it that in the first place. Oh, okay, my bad. Uh, heading into Spartan Stadium to take on the Spartans, uh, Michigan favored by a measly 24 and a half. Over under is 47 and a half. Fred, take over, man. Take over. I don't want to take over. You don't want to talk about this game? Please. No. <laughs> All right, Wilson, what you got? Ready for basketball season. But, uh, you know, another heartbreaking game last week for Michigan State. It's kind of part of their identity now, just finding ways to lose. Same old Spartans. Sparty no. All that's coming back. Um, I think Michigan's going to put it on them. I think they'll get the over by themselves. So I'm going Michigan to cover the 24 and a half and the over 47 and a half. I think it'll be like 52 to six. Hmm. We'll like, we'll like get a fourth quarter touchdown, but miss the extra point type of thing. It's going to okay. be a sad. Brad, are you really, are you going to make a pick on this game or no? I made my pick. Yeah. What is it? It's on the sheet. I thought everybody could just see the sheet now. I thought you put no. the sheet up for everybody. No, so I'm you got to say it. You got you to gotta let it be known. Listen. <laughs> I'm more upset of what your pick, if you're going to stick with that, because I just looked at it for the first time and saw it. <laughs> and I feel like you're doing it on purpose. 
Um, Michigan State is a, a shell of a football team right now, which is sad because I think they have some decent talent on the team, but they just can't get out of their own way, and they will for sure lose this game. I have Michigan in a blowout. I hope it's not, but I just I don't see it any other way. So I've got Michigan covering. I think Wilson is right. They could, if they want to, they can, and they probably will just to embarrass. Like if they get a chance to embarrass Michigan State, they're going to do it. Like they're not going to hold back. I feel like their starters are going to play longer and they need to start making statements anyway. Yeah. Side note, Michigan State could be the best team that they've played all year. They could. Isn't yeah. that sad? Isn't that sad? Uh, well, we'll find out uh, in a couple of weeks because uh, Michigan State plays Nebraska. So, from a, a pure entertainment standpoint, I hope it's a better game. But I can see this going just like the Washington game, where it's over in like the first minute. Like you just know it's going to be rough. I don't. See I hope it. we make it through at least a quarter. It'd be fun to watch like a good quarter of football and then be like, okay, but now it's the reality is going to hit. Anyway, I got Michigan covering the 24 and a half. Like I said, I think they can get the over by themselves as well. So Michigan and, and oh, hurts. It hurts. You froze there for a second. Sorry, but Michigan in the over. Michigan in the over. Right? Michigan in the over. All I right. said it. Yep. Whew. Whew. We got through that. Together, we got through that, buddy. Um, I honestly, uh, I am going to stick with the pick that I have on the sheet. I'm taking Michigan state and the over, uh, and realistically, um, Brad kind of touched on it. I do think that Michigan state's a better team than what people give them credit for. If you look at some of the games that they played, lost to Iowa by 10 was right in that game. Outgained them just like everyone's done Iowa this year, uh, should have won the Rutgers game. Um, obviously the Washington game was tough, but I just think that I, from what I've seen from them, I've seen flashes of the defense being decent. I really actually liked what I saw from Katen Hauser last week, and um, I do. Why you say his name like that? Because the first time I said it, I said I actually no for real. I'm not even kidding. I really thought his name was Caitlin Hauser. The first time I heard, the first time I said it on the show, I said Caitlin. So now I make sure not to say the Lynn part. I say Katen. How do you say it? How do you say it? Katen? Katen. Yeah. Okay. I guess I could do that. Uh, but I do like what I saw out of him last week, though. I thought he threw it pretty well and then obviously had the uh, nice draw play for the touchdown. So um, I think that everyone writing off Michigan State as like this is for sure going to be a blowout is not what you should be doing in a rivalry game. Honestly, like anything could happen. Anything has happened in this game. I don't think that Michigan State is going to win by any stretch of anyone's imagination, but I do think that they can make it interesting for two or three quarters, and that would be enough for them to stay within the 24 number. I see this game 20, or I'm sorry, 38 to 17 is the final score. That still is within 24, and it still is the over. And uh, that's how I see this game playing out. So uh, like I said, Michigan State over in that game. Um, and that's the weekend. Those are the games. And uh, really excited about it, man. I just think this is, I think this weekend slate is the is by far the best one that we've had this year. There's no 
non-conference games. There's the marquee matchup, like Wilson said at the beginning of the show. How excited are you guys about this? Even though it's only Tuesday right now, how excited are you, Wilson? Very excited. Yeah, I can hear it. I can hear it, dude. It's palpitating through the microphone right now. It's just like your energy is unmatched. I could feel it, dude. Uh, Brad, excitement level check. <laughs> the enthusiasm. Oh, my God. Got me out of my seat there a little bit almost. What was, what was the thing a few weeks ago? Tickle me below my, below my belt line or my britches or something? Yeah, tickle me. I'm tickled. Below his belt. I'm tickled, baby. Um, I'm a little – I have to – uh, pick up a, a new couch on Saturday. I'm not bragging. Mm. It's leather. No big deal. Whoa. Um, Steak. <laughs> <laughs> you sound more enthused about that than the weekend. Um, so I'm I'm hoping I'm back for the the uh, tip, as Wilson likes to say, of the uh, Ohio State Penn State game. But I don't know. I might miss some of that. So that's a little disappointing. And then I'm. I've got too much emotions involved in the, the Michigan State-Michigan game, and if it's a blowout, I will turn that shit off. So I'm a little less excited than you, I think. Okay. Um, are Is this like a full couch, or is it like a couch set or just the couch? It's a sectional. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Are you going to keep the dogs off it? By the power of God Almighty? I think you'll be okay. My dog used to get on my leather couch. Asking nicely. I don't know. Wilson. My dog is in here right now. Is he still there? There's Wilson. That man. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. Um, I did. A, I have one more thing for Brad before we go. Uh, Brad, when you guys came down here uh, earlier this, I guess at the end of the uh, summertime it was, um, you left a pair of socks here, and I'm wearing them right now. I just wanted to let you know that. Is that weird? Yes. I washed a them. A thousand percent. That's weird. I washed them. But why would you wear them then? They're they're extremely comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> they're like right, out of control well, comfortable. Hey, Merry Christmas, man. In fact, it motivated yeah. me to go get some similar socks today. I bought a whole set and this hoodie. Got a new nice. hoodie too. Nice. Do you want to see the socks that you're missing? No. Okay. I'm curious. Are you curious? Okay. It's these. Hold on. Are those Nike Dry Fit? Yeah. Uh, they, they're a little big on me though, because you got a big old. Wait. Why you got them pulled up so high? Why? You gotta let. You gotta push those down, fam. I had them folded over like this. Why would you do that? Because they go up to like my knee. <laughs> What am I supposed to do? We got to end this. <laughs> nah, dude. People are sticking around for this part. All right, man. Appreciate the socks, though. Uh, good luck to everybody in their teams, and good luck on all your tickets. We will see you guys on Monday. Be back late Monday because I will still be traveling uh, Monday afternoon with the wrapped episode. We'll see you guys then, and we will see you guys in the future.